0: Hi, welcome to the Caffeinated College Coach. This is Wendy Steinberg, your host, and today I'm with Noelle Grome. I work with her at Cincinnati State. We share a love of ice cream, coffee, and Mexican food. So this is gonna be a great (laughs) podcast episode today. Um, She's gonna share with us how she got to her place at Cincinnati State as a co-op coordinator. And so I'm gonna turn it over to Noelle. If you don't mind just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit
1: about who you are. Well, hi Wendy, thanks so much for having me. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, I would love to take you on my educational and career journey. I started out actually at um, UC, believe it or not. And um, the campus was way too big and I thought I needed a smaller, more intimate campus. So I transferred to Northern Kentucky University where I pursued mental health and human service, mm-hmm. and graduated with my bachelor's degree from NKU, and then from that point, um, I actually was a case manager at a homeless shelter for two years. And I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Was that really time. the
0: path? Was that the path you really wanted to take?
1: Well, you know, at the time, I thought that I would get a master's and then maybe a PsyD in psychology
0: mm-hmm. and
1: open up my own clinical practice. Um, And then I discovered that I was young and uh, very idealistic and wanted to change the world, um, which is good and bad, but I tended to bring all of the issues home. So I needed there to be a little bit of separation between what I did during the day and what I brought home. Um, So then I decided to switch career paths a little bit. And after um, working at the homeless shelter, I thought I need something that's a little bit more business, but still working and helping people. Um, so I worked for a healthcare consulting agency, uh, where I did interviewing and screening for them. Um, and then I decided to, I wanted a master's degree. So I went to Xavier, and I completed their human resource um, management degree. And it was during that time, in, um sitting next to someone at Xavier, that I met someone that worked at Cincinnati State. So I didn't really have my eyes on working at a college. I thought uh, you know, I would work in um, you know, an organization, maybe doing psychological um, or career coaching you know, at a company or helping employees, maybe their employee assistant programs or something like that. Uh, but I sat next to, like I said, someone that worked at Cincinnati State, became friends and she asked me if I would like to sub for her civil engineering co-op program. And I said, yes, not knowing really what I was venturing into. So I spent a summer working with students and employers and fell in love with co-op and fell in love with Cincinnati State as a whole. I love working with the community college students. And I finished my degree at Xavier and uh, worked part-time at Cincinnati State for a very long time. And I worked, started out actually in the business division and I was 19 hours a week. That's it? didn't get benefits. So that was the staunch rule uh, about 18 years ago. And so I, I stayed and, and had kids and 19 hours a week was plenty and never dreamed of getting on full-time. And I started to apply for full-time positions as co-op coordinator positions were posted. And I was denied three times. And I thought, okay, this is not meant to be.
0: No so, way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I really had to, um, you know, it was a very eye-opening experience because I didn't, I thought I would get it the first time I applied Mm -hmm. because I had a couple summers under my belt and, you know, all of this part-time work at Cincinnati State, I thought would add up to enough experience. Um, But I thought, you know, I tell students don't give up that, you know, you might be denied, you know, 20 times and it's going to take 50, times, you know, to interview before you get that first break. So I thought, you know, I need to take a dose of my own medicine and keep going. So it was the third time that I interviewed for a coordinator position that I did get it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's where I am now, a a full-time co-op coordinator. So I didn't coordinate, um, well, I coordinated civil engineering for gosh, about six years. And for multiple reasons, I, you know, wanted to switch, programs, and um, then ventured into the information technology um, Mm -hmm. realm at the college, and I like that a lot better, Um, and then the midst of working as a full-time coordinator in information technologies, I decided that I wanted to get a master's in school counseling at Xavier, so then I went back again to Xavier and thought I wanted to be a high school counselor, and um, Gosh, I'll tell you the perks, the golden handcuffs at Cincinnati State are uh, on pretty tight. So, (laughs) um, you know, with the flexibility and and having a family and not Mm -hmm. having to, you know, work a solid seven to four in a brick and mortar building, Mm -hmm. uh, the flexibility at Cincinnati State does allow me to, like I say, um, you you know, help students and then, but have a work-life balance at the same time. So maybe in my retirement, I will go back and be a high school counselor.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. I interviewed for the high school counselor program at Xavier as well. And I did. And I got in, it was 2013, uh, but it didn't work out at the time for my family. Like you said, everything has to kind of fit together. It does. So going back just a little bit, when you were growing up, Were you raised in a family that expected you to go to college?
1: You know, it was just my mom and I, and she was a nurse. And um, actually, my aunt had moved in. They were both uh, nurses. And, you know, they had already always told me to pursue my passion and just be happy. So going to college was, you know, if you want to go to college, great, you know, but we're not forcing you to. Um, Definitely, we want you to be happy. Neither um, my aunt or my mom really loved nursing. So they always came home and complained about their jobs. So they just said, find something that you love to do yeah. um, was the primary message uh, that I got from them, yeah.
0: And so the reason why you chose UC, was it because your friends went there? You, I mean, UC is it, the University of Cincinnati
1: is an excellent
0: um, c- campus. But like you said, it is huge. I had worked there once um, in my part. They assign you parking garages, right? My parking garage was 25 minutes from my office. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I'd be saving time working at UC. But in all actuality, I had to leave my house at seven to make sure I was in my office at eight. It was, and I lived 20 minutes from campus. Right. Right. So I, I can completely understand, you know, they have buses that take you everywhere. How long were you at UC?
1: For about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think I didn't explore many opportunities coming right out of high school. I couldn't afford Xavier out of the gate and um, I knew I didn't want to move away. I'm the only child. So I knew I wanted to stay Mm -hmm. close to my mom. And um, so there weren't very many, you know, options. Um, so I knew I needed to work and go to school at the same time. So UC provided that option. You know, I worked full time and and took classes full time. So, you know, I didn't really have the traditional college experience that I joined a sorority and then, you know, partied or, you know, hung around on the weekends. Um, I would go to class and then go to work. Where yeah. did you work during this time? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Well, the healthcare consulting company came to fruition because I was a nanny for a company or a, um, a, a, a family that owned the healthcare consulting company. So I nannied at the very beginning of my time at UC. Um, I cleaned houses. I Gosh, I was a hustler. I did a, a multitude of things. I cleaned doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. Um, I did side gigs for, for families that traveled made a ton of money under the table. Um, when they traveled, I would stay with their children and be like their house manager, so to speak, um, any and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything that I could do, you know, back then, you know, I did a lot of, um, yard work for people. I cut grass. I just did tons of side jobs Mm
0: -hmm. to get through. Yeah. I, I paid for college myself and Yeah. Like you said, you just hustle because you, you want the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah. I mean, the kids grew up that I nannied for, and that's when, um, the guy said, well, do you want to work for my healthcare consulting company? And I said, absolutely. So it was a natural transition. So what did you do there? You were the cleaner. Oh, no, 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 no. That, That was early on in my UC days. Okay. Um, once I graduated, he gave me um a recruiter type of position so i would nice. interview folks and go over resumes and do screenings and things
0: wow so that kind of set the foundation for where you are now that's it great. did
1: yeah, yeah that was kind of my very first professional job
0: so then yeah. how did you make the transition to U- uh, nku was it seamless were you like this is better it's more of a um commuter campus anyway Like, was it just better overall for you?
1: Yeah, you know, I got married early, um, got married young at uh, 22 or 21. um, And my husband was going to transfer to NKU. So we actually ended up moving to Northern Kentucky. So it was just kind of the logical step then to attend NKU. Okay. Once we moved to Kentucky. Yeah. And then how long did it take you to finish your degree? Um. Gosh, it took about three and a half years to finish the bachelor's. Yeah. Because just of work with working.
0: Oh, 100%. I don't even know how you balance that. Yeah. Yeah. Being newly and, married, transferring. Right. I, what was on your plate is enormous.
1: Yeah. And then my husband actually pursued um, his undergraduate uh, degree at Northern, but, and then he went back to UC to get his MBA um, while we were having our first child who had colic. Oh, so, so nice. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes. Yeah,
0: good times. This is where the ice cream comes in. Okay, great. Uh, yes.
1: And my love for coffee.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: my first daughter never slept.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Ever. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Wow. So, how long was it between when you graduated that you went back for your degree at Xavier? Were your kids like at an age where you could leave and do night classes, or how did that work?
1: So I actually went through the cohort program at Xavier. It was a weekend program, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So I could work full time and then attend school on the weekends.
0: How long did that take you? Uh, two years. Two years. Wow. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. It's a rigorous program. I mean, I highly recommend it um, if, if you have to work during the week. I mean, it's very ideal for working professionals, Um, but then, you know, the time that you're not in class, you're at the library. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: 100%. Right. Oh, my gosh. So you're working full time. You have kids. Your husband's getting his MBA, right? Or did he already get it at this point?
1: Oh, no, he's he's going through school. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Noelle, how did you do this?
1: Yeah, I don't know. We look back and we just laugh.
0: Oh, yeah, that's all you can do.
1: Yeah, because he would be bouncing um, our colicky baby on his knee while writing a paper, and I would be, like, curled up in the corner in a fe- fetal position, crying. So he had to take care of both of us. <laughs> That's but his job. You look job. back, and it just builds up perseverance and grit. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree with the experiences
1: with you. that that shape you,
0: right? Oh. Exactly. Um, When you said that, I love Cincinnati State too. I've worked at a community college. I worked at Gateway in Northern Kentucky. And I just love the population. Like our students are so dedicated. Like you said, they hustle. They're making it happen. They want this so badly. And um, I do enjoy the flexibility of our office. We have a great office. Have you been there since um, they asked us to come back and purge and clean everything?
1: Yes, I did go in for the surge purge, uh, two days. So um, I'm actually glad that I was forced to do that, though, because I was throwing away files from 2012. It was time.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Well, I've been there for 22 years, so I had collected...
0: Oh, you've collected, but your office is adorable. So you
1: you wouldn't have seen it.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Putting a a lipstick on a pig. Yes, it it was a facade, but now it truly is very organized. Yes.
0: I I liked coming in as well. So not (laughs) only are you working full-time as a co-coordinator, but you've also helped your kids get into college as well. So for your oldest, um, how hard was that? Did... Did she know where she wanted to go? Um, You know, I know we've talked about it briefly, but what was that process like for you as a mom?
1: You know, um, Molly is a very kinesthetic learner. So I kind of knew that she would flourish at Cincinnati State because co-op is such a mandatory component of all the curriculums. Yeah. So, you know, I gave her that option, but I supported her, you know, if she wanted to go elsewhere. she just recently passed the T's test to get into the OTA program. <gasps> that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. We're very proud of her. So, um, and it took a couple times and, you know, that's I right. said, that's okay because, you know, we both have ADD and just squirrel, you know what I mean? So taking a standardized test is not her jam. It's not my um, jam
0: either. No.
1: So, and I had to take the Miller's analogy uh, test to get into Xavier and it took me three attempts to get into Xavier. That's a sign of genius,
0: absolutely. If you
1: want it, just keep running up the mountain. That's
0: right, you're gonna get
1: there. Yep, your endurance will increase, your stamina. Yeah, so I'm hoping that she gets into that program. It's not a guarantee after you pass the TEAS test that you get in, so you know we'll have to make sure that she gets accepted into the program in May. Um, But then her other default career would be dental hygienist. So, and she's already got an in. Um, with the dental practice that I've been going to since I was 18. So um, yeah, so she, she's got a strong career path.
0: So, but there's a specific program like UC Blue Ash has
1: one, right? You know, my dentist has offered for her to job shadow and to kind of train her on the job, so to speak. So my husband and I both go to this dental practice and I, I just have followed this dentist wherever she's gone. So we have a pretty good rapport She used to be in Mount Adams and then she changed to advanced dentistry. And um, so she's kind of offered to take Molly under her wing. That's amazing. Um, And she might coach Molly to go get some professional training, but for now, she said that she would be willing to train her um, just to see if it's a a career path that she wants to take, a good fit. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. So she's got a backup plan, so to speak. I think OTA is her first choice. And then um, she can pursue the dental option as a backup plan. So that's
0: great.
1: Yeah, and And then my son is at WKU. Please. Wait, where is he? Spencer is uh, eighteen. He's at WKU. Western Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. He transferred there in January. So he, um, when he finished high school, he had his associate's degree already, and he was he did his freshman year at um, well. I say freshman, his first year of college at UC, mm-hmm. but it was all virtual. So he didn't really get the college experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of disenchanted and thought, you know, this is not for me. So I knew that he really needed to immerse himself, you know, on a campus and, and just get that college vibe. And uh, he loves it. Good. So I'm glad that he moved away. I'm not glad that he moved away, but I'm glad <laughs> that he's getting that experience.
0: <laughs> now, from a mom's point of view, you want them to be happy you right. want them i mean is he getting involved did he go greek is he
1: yeah know? yeah he he was very adamant about not purchasing friends and his um it, that's the way he put it i'm not going to buy my friends i don't want to join a fraternity and i said just leave all your options open you know it's a good networking opportunity mm-hmm. and just to put yourself out there in this covid environment yeah. um to be able to meet people face to face and
0: yeah.
1: um he, he took to it. He rushed and, and he got into the, the fraternity of his choice. And um, he just ran for an officer position last week and got it. Um, so he's kind of representing or the liaison between the college and the fraternity. So he'll be doing like mediation and um, negotiation.
0: That's amazing. Work.
1: Yeah. So he loves it. I'm and, very happy for him.
0: Oh, and then so that takes a weight off your shoulders too. Because you're Absolutely. like, everybody's moving in the right direction, everyone's doing great. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You get it. With three kiddos, you get it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's why I I meet you in our kitchenette and have coffee all the time. (laughs) All the time. Oh my gosh. So as a parent, what kind of words of wisdom would you give to anybody listening here that would help them navigate um, going to college or or anything that that has really served you
1: well. You know, I would say love unconditionally, listen more than you speak. Um, really pay attention uh, to your kids. you know, if you pay attention to your parental gut, if you feel like something's wrong, investigate and ask your kids yeah. what's up. Um, and try not to put them on the defense. because yeah. I feel like you know my my kids share when I don't pepper them with a ton of questions. If I just sit silently with them, eventually they'll open up
0: Yeah.
1: and making that time, carving out that time uh, with your kids. And sometimes it's just sitting mm-hmm. and they're on their phone and watching TikTok videos and then 15 minutes goes by and then they say something very profound yeah. or they ask you a question. Um, and just when you think that you haven't made a difference, you know, our son texted us the other day and said, um, it was late at night and he said, you know, you guys have been so supportive. I just love you. You're the best parents ever. You've been in the background, but thanks for supporting me. And he, he's not one to call or text us a lot. And so just, you know, they are listening to you and they do pay attention when you support them and they do appreciate it. Although they don't vocalize it, you know, um, sometimes as parents, you know, we're searching for that external validation, but if you pay attention to the cues, it will come full circle. They really do appreciate it. Um, so that was really nice to know.
0: I bet that made your day. It did. Yeah.
1: It did. You're you know, like- um, you know, wh- we've just told our kids, you know, we'll always have your back. We always love you. Um, we might not like the things that you do. And I might not condone um, the actions or, um, you know, approve of them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you yeah. know, I, I will... I would visit you in jail if need be (laughs) teasing, (laughs) teasing. teasing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. You're Um, so cute. Um, It would never come to that,
1: but you know, everyone needs that unconditional support. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, I think my husband and I have been fortunate that we've had a good balance of, you know, as our kids have grown up trying not to be their best friend, but we've had tons of family fun where we feel like we are, you know, peers with them, but at the same time, we're your parents first and foremost, you know, um, we can't always be, uh, your friend, but, um, Yeah. yeah, it's been an interesting ride. Yeah.
0: Yay. Well, that's great. I'm so glad you took some time to, um, meet with me. I'll post this podcast soon and, um, I'm just very grateful. I can't wait to see you in the fall when, we can uh, connect again and, um, you know, have our little mental health breaks in
1: Julie's office. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it as well. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me to participate. Sure.